0: Get in! Welcome to another Two Network video. I'm Adam, and we've just beaten Stoke 2-1 at home. We've got nine points out of the first five games. We're up into the top six of the Premier League, guaranteed now. Um, going into next weekend's uh, fixtures, but what, what, what a performance! I think. um I mean, let's let's start in the first half, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm exhausted, and I'm hoarse from shouting. But and, and what a nervy game that was, it was so tense towards the end, but I, I honestly thought, it, again, it was another defensively disciplined Rafa Benitez uh, performance, I thought we, we, for the first 10 minutes of the first half, I thought Stoke controlled it well, we didn't really get into them as much as I would have hoped in the first 10 minutes, we didn't really get hold of the ball, um, but I, after that, we really came into our own. And I think the, the amount of attacking chances we created and the moves we put together, I think they blew Stoke away, to be honest. I, I think they struggled to cope. They, they had some big guys at the back, like Zuma and Martin Zindi and, and, and Vimmer. But, you know, Hosselu was winning a lot of headers in the final third. Perez ran his heart out once again. And Marino was, you know, was composed in the centre as well. But the, uh, you know, the, the, the likes of Richie and Atsu, they're, they're such a threat and such a direct threat. And it was great to see Mbemba back. He was on the overlap a bit. Yedlin certainly was, and Yedlin seemed to be a real phone in the in, in the side of of Eric Peters, I think it was, because it just gives him no, another option. His pace and his incision, the runs he makes, and his his directness is. It really caused them problems. Obviously, the, uh, the first goal came from a lovely whipped-in uh, ball from Matt Ritchie. Atsu following in at the back post uh, to take it past Jack Butland. I thought it was fully deserved. We, um, we really did uh, look fantastic in the final third. and it's, There's been so many games where in recent years in the Premier League where we've run out of ideas. We don't know how we're going to unlock a defence, but we, going into this second half, I mean, going at the half-time, sorry, we, to be honest, we it was sort of frustrating that we weren't 2-0 up. Hossolu had two excellent chances uh, to score against his former team, and he didn't take them. I, look, I'm not going to sit here and vilify Hossolu. He's still a new signing, he's still settling in. He got himself into the position to to to, to miss those chances, if you will. Obviously, he'll have had a lot going on, given that he had a lot to prove today against Mark Hughes, who all said that he didn't trust him. Um, maybe Mark Hughes will feel a bit vindicated after today, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to point fingers at Jose uh, Lew because I think his all-round game. I think he did exactly what Rafa Benitez would have wanted him to do, and he was winning headers. And again, he, he the way him and Perez link up together they're so important for the shape for the entire shape of the team and that's that's looking defensively as well so he's a handful and I think he gives the physicality that I guess Gale struggled to bring when he he came on I think had Mitrovic not been suspended I think we'd have seen Mitrovic come on um instead of Gale in that situation against that team but the, the first goal was excellent we really should have um put them to bed I think we had another chance on about 26 minutes as well it just butland did, all, did pretty well in fairness uh, the, only, the only glimmer of uh, threat that they showed in the first half was that Shakiri again cuts in on his left every single time but there's, there's very little he can do about it but he had that really long looping cross shot uh, that Elliot did really well to palm, not only past the post but away from the, from the waiting uh, Stoke player who was poaching to, to, to look for a tap in but apart from that um, i thought newcastle were largely in control and dominated that first half but we knew that going in at 1-0 we probably weren't going to be playing in the same way coming back and you know, stoke, stoke would be invigorating the second half and they were and it, it was it was it was tricky the first 13 seconds though 15 seconds however long it was atsu broke on the left um, and then there was a crossover to to Hossolu, who had a, another. It's probably his third clear-cut chance of the of the game. Controlled it beautifully, and when he went to try and stroke it past Butland, he skied it. And I think from that point, he was thinking, it's not it's not my afternoon. And I think some of the crowd were thinking, is it going to be one of those games where we get punished for for not finishing chances, for not having the conviction? Um, and ultimately that nearly was the case Shakiri again, as, as Stoke had applied a lot more pressure in the second half and retained a lot more possession as well it was Shakiri cutting in on his left and I must say, yeah we shouldn't be allowing him to cut in on his left and we know what he's going to do every time but he's a guy who has got bags of talent when he wants to play and it looked like he was motivated for the game today. And his and his, his goal was very good, I, I, I couldn't help but be impressed by it it was right in the tucked in the corner past Elliot and he did manage to beat about three Newcastle players. You could argue that we really shouldn't be conceding from there, but you know you see some of the goals that Shaqiri's been capable of in the past and his effort in the first half. He's got that in his locker, um, and it was it, it was kind of typical Newcastle, wasn't it? It was a lot of chances missed. They get another their first shot on target in the second half, and it goes in, for example. So, but what? But what we saw in the swansea game away was a lot of character when things seemed to be going against us possession was against us but we battled through and we showed character and we showed integrity Um, and just a really positive mentality something that stoke had been lacking um on the road for since the start of last season so basically the last 21 away games before today they'd only won four of those and then I think they'd drawn six. So they'd lost 11 out of 21 of the previous away games going at this game, which is why, in my um, pre match review, um, I thought that we'd, we'd come out on top. Slightly, but I think we'd, I, thought, I I did call that we'd come out on top by. I think I called 1 0. So it was 2 1. But yes, the, um, straight away after the Stoke goal, we had a goal disallowed. And I think that kind of got the crowd up. I think it instilled a bit more confidence into our, type, our side as well. And I think it also, so give, it gave us belief, but I think, I think it also put Stoke on the back foot and thought, oh, God, yeah, I remember they've had quite a lot of chances. Another one could be around the corner. And Atsu got played through. Perez was on the right-hand side and he managed to play Atu through and he was bearing down on goal and there was a bundling coming together. It was difficult from where I was sitting in the east stand whether I thought he should have pulled the trigger a bit earlier. Butland came out very quickly as he did for the, for the chance for in the, in the in the first half. But I thought Atu should have probably had a shot a bit sooner and what ended up happening was the keeper came together with him and the two defenders and... <laughs> I guess the referee, unless he's absolutely sure, can't give a penalty, he just can't. Um, replays that I haven't seen yet um, might show otherwise, but who knows. So I noticed that shortly after that, about five minutes later, we won a corner and Lascelles was having a chat with the referee and he was obviously complaining about the Atsu being bundled over in the penalty box. And I, I, ended, up shouting to, <laughs> I ended up shouting to Jamal Lascelles. So I was like, Lascelles, focus! concentrate on the game now there's no point in chatting to the referee about something happened five minutes ago it's not going to change focus on what's happening now we've got a corner (laughs) so i was shouting focus jamal focus (laughs) and then obviously straight away the ball was whipped in who gets on the end of the header once again second time in a week jamal lascelles in off the bar what a headed goal power header he's done it he's done it again He's, he's, he's done it again, and I, I, I was, so I'm taking partial credit for that, because I told him the focus after he was, he was having some sort of petulant stamp with the referee, when he clearly didn't get the the explanation for the Atsu incident that he wanted, but I thought, I thought we fully deserved that 2-1 um, at that point, although we knew we were in for a very nervy sort of final 15-20 minutes, in it, and it was nervy, it really was, Stoke brought Peter Crouch on, who was, been a bit of a bogey player for us before and but it just it's it, for whatever reason didn't happen for them they had they had a header that just went past the post which i thought was in they had um chopper who had a really good we scored a brace against man united last week he had a really good game last week it was a bit tricky in times he was maybe largely quiet it was outshadowed by shakiri largely who seemed to be carrying their team for for the most part but he skied over as well from close range, which I thought I thought could have gone in as well. So Elliot was kept busy, definitely, and there was one sort of close off the line as well. So they, were, they certainly had their chances in the second half. And actually, on reflection and, and, and looking at the stats as well, I think in total we had 14 shots on target, so 14 shots and three on target, and they had 13 shots with four on target. So actually, and they had the line share of possession, which isn't a massive surprise given how Rafa set this his team up this this year to play in the counter attack even though we were at home but I thought the stats were maybe slightly deceptive because I thought we probably we, we, we were we were very comfortably deserved the extra goal but actually it almost came down to who missed the fewest chances <laughs> because yeah there was a lot of blocked and, uh, and off target shots from both sides today but it was really it was a really positive performance. I thought the crowd was really good in the second half as well. Really got behind the team. The goal, our first obviously the opening goal really helped. Really pleased to see Yellen back in there. I thought Mbemba was solid. Lascelles and Clark were canny. I think it was just an all-round pretty good performance. I thought Perez really gave us the work rate today. I thought he was he was really good. Atsu was really pleased to see him back in the starting eleven. And I think he justified his selection. Although yeah, should have uh, pulled the trigger a bit early on that chance, but yeah, it, it, good to see Marino keep his side, uh, keep his place in the side. But then Shelby came on as well, obviously. Gale came on, I think, to which which gives us a bit of an outlet, a different kind of outlet. Once uh, Horslu went off, because we were able to maybe play balls into spaces, which he could run onto. And yeah, he, he's a physical mismatch against the likes of Kurt Zuma and Bruno Martins Indi, but he showed a couple of really nice touches from high and um, yeah we just did enough we just did enough today Um, and a massive massive three points we've got nine points Um, as I'm recording we're fourth but uh, we've got Spurs to play and and, and Arsenal to play as well so we're, we're, we're guaranteed sixth whatever happens and it's fantastic it's great to see Rafa back in the back in the dugout as well and the sun was shining by the end of quite a, a topsy-turvy day weather-wise, but huge, huge. I, th- I think, I think under our predecessors, the former managers, that that's a two-two all day. We would have, we wouldn't have, we would have crumbled. We wouldn't have been mentally resilient. And, but, but, but this 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 question of this defensive discipline that that Rafa Benitez has drilled into his players that you saw remotely from the in his preparations up to the Swansea game and during the Swansea game and today really tough challenge Stoke have some good attacking players but I thought we'd just have enough to nullify them and thankfully I was proved right so it's a great day um I'll sort of leave you with that but get your comments down below if you're watching on YouTube or you know Give us a rating on iTunes or Soundcloud as well and get comments in on Soundcloud if you're listening there. But I'm really, really pleased with that. It's it, it's fantastic to be able to report on yet another victory. And, you know, three wins on the spin. We'll be going into the Brighton game with all the confidence in the world. Again, that's going to be a really tough game. But we're not too bad on the road under Rafa Benitez. Yes, we've been playing in the Championship, but guess what? Brighton were there last year as well. So we'll be going into the next the next game with as much confidence as we came into this game with, with a bit more belief, Lejeune might be back, you know, injury problems are are receding, we're getting, you know, we've got a really strong bench these days, which gives us options. So I'm really, really delighted with a win. It's a fantastic feeling to be right up the top. And as I tweeted just before, with our nine points so far, we are already over a third of the way to Sutherland's uh, total points from Last season in the Premier League when they got relegated with 24 points, so we're doing all right. Obviously, I think we're going to be um, aiming um, a little higher. We'll have uh, slightly bigger ambitions. But Rafa Benitez, the difference again, it, it, it shows on the pitch. It's like I was chatting to my friend Sean on the way back, and we were chatting about you know the the, the job that Perez does, and he frustrates me a lot because he he is a He's 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 obviously in the, the number ten. I don't think he's a natural number ten, in the, in the traditional sense. Is is he are his goals enough? Given that we play one up front, or his assists enough? Maybe not. But actually, you see today in a game like today, tactically he he forms a function as part of a system, as does Hasseluu. Hasseluu didn't finish the chances that he that he had today, but he will the, ne- the next game or the game after. He will because he's getting the right positions, but he plays a part. We could aim for Hossley's head. He got flick-ons. His linker plays well on the floor. And I was chatting with my, yeah, so chatting with Sean, and and it was almost like in a you know, in a, in a traditional team formation, you have a defensive midfielder sitting in front of the back four with your more creative players further forward behind the behind the strikers. But what Rafa Benitez is, seems to have done with you know the likes of Marino and Shelby playing behind Perez is Perez is almost he's kind of turned into a, almost like the new goof <laughs> and and I don't mean that in a in a in a negative way but in terms of his d- defensive work in the final third he chases and harries defenders and gives them no time on the ball at all so we're defending from the front and because Hosolu is a bit more mobile but Perez will run and will run himself into the ground and it's almost like having a defensive midfielder ahead of the creative midfielders behind because we've got now deep-lying playmakers in Marino and Shelby. So actually, he, our formation is, is spun around. We've got a def- it's almost like we've got a defensive midfielder in Perez um, ahead of the creators. So in terms of the wider formation, I can absolutely see Rafa Benitez's um, influence there and his thinking. Obviously, personally, I prefer to, you know, I, I like to see good attacking teams. I like to see if we're, you know, we're creating from the wings and we're creating from, certainly from corners, we look really, really dangerous as well. Richie's deliveries from free kicks and corners were largely very dangerous. But I think I'd like to see a number 10 who can score. I really do. I, I, I keep banging this drum. And I mean, do you, do you shove Shelby behind, behind the front, you know, the, the front man, but then you wouldn't get the work rate of chasing down? as much as you would with Perez so it's difficult um but I, I, yeah I'll give I'll give Perez his props today he he you can tell that he did exactly what he needed to do and was asked of him tactically from Rafa Benitez today absolutely and and Hossloo as well uh, despite his misses but anyway fantastic result another Premier League win for Newcastle United 2-1 against Stoke who have been terrible on the road they've won now well that's now um, four wins out of the last 22 on the road for, for Mark Hughes who's it, it conversely seems to have instilled some sort of negative mentality for his team on the road uh, whereas Rafa Benitez is achieving a opposite results for his team so make of that what you will anyway I'll stop talking now, I've been rambling on I've been Adam of the Two Network thanks very much for watching this Stoke City match report Newcastle 2, Stoke 1 subscribe on youtube subscribe on itunes and soundcloud we're on twitter and facebook as well share with all your friends if you think they'll like the content um really keen to hear what people think and we'll see you next time we'll 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 have a look at uh, what happens for the brighton game cheers guys thanks very much come on how are the lads bye see bye